I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, my wonderful, beautiful friends. Guys, welcome back to our slash entitled people, where people think that the world revolves around them and that they should always, always get what they want. Much like this woman right here, guys, who demands a Greek couple speak English in her country. Wow. I don't care. I will. If you're harassing go ahead. I'm not harassing you. Well, well, well. Okay. Stop. That harassed. language is not allowed in the store. If you need to go, I'm not you're not welcome you. here if you do that. There you go. You're telling you me You are not welcome, ma'am. You're telling me Thank you. Language. Yeah, speak English. Bye. Don't you're a Bye. Don't tell Bye. me Bye. Say hi to everybody. You're not welcome in the store. Listen, guys, I'll never understand why people throw tantrums when others speak another language. Like, what is it? Insecurity? Are they afraid people are talking bad about them? I'd love to ask this woman why it's so important that a random couple speak English. Now, if you think that's entitled, wait until you hear the stories in today's episode. Guys, I hope you enjoy them, and do remember to hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. Oh, and for everybody who's submitting their Reddit posts and stories, Steve-O's trying his best to get through all of them. But seriously, that guy's so lazy. Okay, so I've been laid off, but my husband is still working doing essential construction. Before everything happened, our dinners 99% of the time were takeout that one of us picked up on the way home from work. Now, with the current situation, we've decided that I would start cooking all dinners, since I'm at home all day and we need to save money. So ever since this has started, he has constantly been complaining about what time we eat dinner. My husband gets home around 6pm each day, and almost every day, the first thing out of his mouth is, when's dinner, when's dinner? Now, this is really hurtful, because I've been waiting for him to come home all day to spend time with me. When he gets home from work, I like to spend at least 30 to 45 minutes talking about the day, since I get no social interaction until he's home, and then I'll get up to start making dinner. Lately, he pretty much spends this entire time nagging, asking me when I'm gonna cook dinner because he's been at work all day and he's starving. I always tell him that I'll make it soon, but first, I want to relax and talk to him, which he usually accepts, but I can tell he's frustrated. Seriously, I don't understand why it's so hard for him to just spend some time with his wife when he gets home. So the past week, it's gotten even worse, to the point where he keeps trying to bypass me and go to the kitchen to make his own food, so he doesn't have to sit down to talk with me first. Now, I told him that if he makes something himself, I'm not even gonna bother making dinners at all anymore. I don't know why I waste my time and energy planning and making meals for someone who's just gonna be ungrateful and demanding. My husband says he comes home from work hungry every day, and he just wants to be fed right away. Now, I believe that beggars can't be choosers, and he should be happy that he's getting a home-cooked meal at all. When I grew up, I would never dare ask my parents to cook dinner on my schedule, and I don't know how he was raised to be so entitled. My husband told me that starting next week, he's just gonna start getting takeout for dinner every day again since he can't trust me to feed him, which I think is a huge overreaction especially considering the whole point of me cooking was to save money on takeout. Am I right that he's just acting entitled? Well, boy oh boy oh boy. Guys, there seems to be a lot of hate on OP for even writing this post. 
Now, I personally believe that he's not acting entitled at all, and she is the entitled one. <laughs> Same with 99.9% .9 of people who commented. So the husband's at work all day while the wife sits at home doing whatever she's doing, right? And I can understand why the husband's frustrated that she's not using some of that time to get dinner prepped. Like, I personally think the best solution is, you know, instead of talking for the half hour or 45 minutes when her husband gets home before making dinner, you know, why not pour some wine, crack open a few beers, and, you know, cook and talk at the same time. That might be the winning solution here. Okay, so my family has a home that we currently go to for lawn upkeep, checking the mail, and occasional overnight stays, but nobody currently lives in it actively. My next door neighbor has decided that this means that her and her children have free use of my driveway. Her kids will play and draw chalk all over my driveway, which wouldn't bother me if she had asked one of the many times they've seen me over there. Now, the recent incident that has really wanted to make me ask them to stop using my driveway is when I went over to the house to spray weed killer on the driveway and saw a bike laying there. The neighbors were outside. Now, instead of getting up and moving the bike so I could pull into my driveway, they just stared at me and watched me have to park on the street. I ended up having to get out, move the bike myself, to then be able to park my car on my driveway. And as soon as I began to spray weed killer, the mom then starts yelling loud enough for me to hear that while I was spraying, her kids had to go back inside. Now, I was annoyed at that, but I just let it go because I wanted to spray and leave. When I returned a few days later to check on the weeds, I noticed that everything was mysteriously still green. Now, I believe that my neighbors had sprayed water to wash the weed killer away so their kids could safely play. This also isn't the first time items have been left in my driveway and the neighbor not apologizing. She usually goes back inside and tells her daughter, who's like 5 years old, to apologize to me. I'm tired of being made to feel like I'm a bad person for coming to my own property. Now, I think OP needs to get no trespassing signs up immediately, and also some cameras installed around the property. And I think this person's got the right idea. This person says, next time, just run over the bike and say, oops, I didn't see it laying there on my property. Now guys, I have read so many trespassing stories, and I still don't understand how some people seem to think that they can treat other people's property as their own when they're not around. So I just moved to a new area. And I should have suspected that something was up when right upon moving day, a woman was on my doorstep asking if I babysat. So it turns out that there was a shortage of teenage girls in the area who wanted babysitting money. Now it was country club territory and the majority didn't do work. The Karen was thrilled to find out that I babysat and she scheduled herself a date night that weekend. She agreed to my rate and I was happy to have a customer so quickly in my new town. Briefly, anyway. Now, her son was the kind of kid who liked to pull the wings off of insects. I should probably Google him to find his Florida man story. The kid was beyond unruly. On the first night I babysat, he hurled his dinner at me because I wouldn't give him cookies before finishing dinner. He then kicked and hit me, over insisting that he needed to put on pajamas for bed. The kid throws an absolute screaming tantrum on the floor when it was bedtime because he wanted to stay up and play video games. The kid was an overall nightmare, and it was blindingly obvious that he was used to having these tactics working. Tiny me was not capable nor interested in trying to physically force a kicking and hitting kid to do anything. The kid even began biting me. I figured he would tucker himself out eventually, or mom would come home to deal with what she spawned. He was way too old for that behavior. The kid was around 8 years old. Now, I did survive that night, but by the time his mom got home, her son hadn't finished having his bedtime tantrum on the living room floor. Well, I learned where he got it. 
As soon as the woman gets in the door, she starts screaming at me that her son wasn't in bed. When she finished yelling at me, she refused to pay. She told me I didn't deserve to be paid because I had not successfully gotten her son to bed on time. She then questioned why she even hired a babysitter if she still had to come home and do all the work. She even said that she deserved one night where she would come home to have him in bed. Now I was decidedly unamused by the not paying, but she wouldn't budge. So I decided to take the remote control for her television hostage and went home. I told everybody I met what she'd done, and unsurprisingly, that woman had a history of refusing to pay contractors, house cleaners, and babysitters. She also had a lien on her house and everything. Given that there were fewer babysitters than babysitting jobs on offer in the area, she didn't have a lot of luck hiring one again. The woman did eventually come for her remote a few days after, and she ended up paying up. And then the damn fool tried to hire me again. Not a chance. Guys, <laughs> holding that remote control hostage was absolutely brilliant. Like seriously, you guys know how freaking annoying it is nowadays that smart TVs don't have physical buttons on them to change channels? Like I'm surprised the woman lasted as long as she did without the remote to her TV. I'm also glad that she decided to pay up and didn't go the police route because, you know what, theft is theft, no matter what it is. And I'm not too sure the cops would side with OP on that one. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay, so I'm a small, mute girl that works at a McDonald's in my town, stocking and cleaning the kitchens during the day to make extra money for games and little other things I wouldn't be able to afford on disability. I also have a service dog named Bolt, who comes to work with me every day as I'm always at the hard risk of having panic attacks, and if it gets really bad, I can even have seizures and even heart attacks. Now, Bolt just hangs around in the office. He's there if I suddenly collapse or someone's causing me to have major panic attacks, and he helps to get them away from me or to get me away from them. I also normally hang out after I finish work for a few hours to draw on my laptop and get a small meal. Anyways, let's start the story. So this is the day that I was doing an extra job that I normally wouldn't be doing. On this day, there was barely anybody else working, and we were unusually busy, so my manager asked me to assist the person working the drive through window. I would be getting the orders and drinks ready for people, while my coworker would take their orders and get payment for the food and drinks. Now, this is not a task that I would normally do, because the stress would cause me to go into a panic attack. But this was a day that I was feeling really good, and thought that I could handle it. So about an hour into lunch rush, there was a break in cars at the drive-thru, and the girl I was helping had to use the bathroom, and she asked me to keep an eye out. Now, there were also other people around to assist me if someone came, and there were only two cars left. The order wasn't very hard, it was just a few drinks. 
There wasn't really any talking needed on my part, so I decided that I would handle it. The first car rolls up, and it goes off easy enough. The guy was a little confused why I wasn't saying anything, and just waved and smiled, but whatever. It went off without an incident. But then, here comes Karen. She rolls up in what looks to be a really fancy sports car. She starts out nice enough, calling me cute and asking me for my age, probably thinking that I'm not old enough to work. I'm only around 5 feet tall, and I do look really young. Now, I try to sign to her. I point to my name tag that has a little sticker on it that's the muted sound logo, to try to tell her that I'm mute and I can't talk to her. The woman doesn't understand. She gives me a weird look before handing me a $100 bill for three sodas and small fries. Now, I immediately get worried when she hands me the bill, as I don't think there's enough change in the register. At this point, I hold up a finger and smile, signaling to her to wait, to try to tell her that I need to go get a manager to check the bill. I start to walk away with the bill to get my manager, but before I can even make two steps away from the till, she yells at me saying, Hey, where do you think you're going, kid? I want my change in food. Now with that, I do look back at her, and I try again to sign for her to wait, that I'll be right back. I'm not just walking off with a bill. I lay the bill on the counter right next to the register, and then I point to it, signaling that I'm gonna go and come back to try to get my manager. Once again, before I can do anything, she yells at me again while honking her horn. She says, Kid, do you even work here, or are you just trying to steal money? Talk to me. The woman continues to yell at me, demanding that I get her food and the money. Which, all of this starts to freak me out, and I start to break down. At this point, my coworkers have noticed what's going on, and they come quickly rushing over to try to help me, telling me to go get the manager, while they talk to the lady. Now, I quickly take off to go get the manager, and I'm freaking out now. I just want to go get my dog to try to calm me down, but I also want to look like I can handle the situation, so I quickly try to calm my mind before getting my manager. We quickly get back, and now there's a few coworkers there trying to explain to the lady that I'm mute, and I was going to get the manager because none of the employees are allowed to break hundreds except the manager. Now, the lady's having none of this, and she's yelling things like, She should have just talked to me and broke the hundred. Now, in steps my manager, telling everybody to get back to work, and she starts talking to the lady with me standing right behind her. The lady is still yelling at this point, demanding that she get her order for free, because I caused her to be so stressed out. Now, at this, my manager thought it was ridiculous, and I almost laughed also, because my manager's a nice person, but she's never given out free food for this stuff. The exchange goes something like this. The woman screaming, I want my money back and the food for free. My manager says, I'm sorry miss, I just can't do that. I can however upsize your drinks if you'd like. So at this, the Karen says, Okay, first, you have a kid working for you, which is illegal. And also, why would you even hire someone who can't even talk to customers? At this point, the line behind the lady is a lot longer, and other people are starting to get angry at the woman just screaming. So the manager tries to get her to move now saying, Miss, I'm sorry about the inconvenience. If you'd like, you can come inside to work this out, but other people need to get their food and you're holding up the line. The manager then hands back the money and before the lady can respond, the manager shuts the window and turns away from the window and walks back to her office, letting the girl that was there before get back to work. The manager gives me a short hug as she can tell that I'm getting freaked out. She then tells me that I can take off a bit earlier since my shift was almost done. So I thank her and go gather my stuff from the break room, along with my dog. About 10 minutes later, just as I'm walking up the back with my dog, I see the woman inside with her son and her husband. I'm heading to the bathrooms to change, as I hate to leave work in my work clothes and see an argument starting with my manager and the woman. 
Now I think nothing of it, as my shift is over and my manager is more than experienced to handle the situation. I grab my change of clothes from my backpack, and I quickly stick my bag behind the counter so no one would steal it, and I walk into the bathroom with my dog Bolt. It takes me a few minutes to change. When I finally get out of the bathroom, it looks like my manager has finally worked something out with the woman, as they seem calm again, but she's still red-faced as they wait. I see my manager breaking the $100 bill, and I wave at her smiling, thinking all is well with the world again. Now, upon going to get my bag, I panic, as I see it's missing. I then go to try to see if one of my coworkers moved it, which nobody did. At this point, I'm frantic. I go around the half wall that divides the two seating areas and see her son sitting at the table with his mom with my bag. All of my stuff is on the table and he's trying to get my laptop open. So I walk over and try to get my stuff back, but he gives me a dirty look when I try to get my laptop back from him and he screams as I take it from him. Now, shocked by this because the bag is clearly mine, I look at him and put my bag on my back and try to do universal gestures to say that I can't talk and that the bag is mine. This seems to only make him angrier, as I don't say anything and he thinks that I'm just not talking to him. The dad then screams at me to give his son my bag, and then begins reaching for me and my bag. I freak out, as I really don't like being grabbed, touched, or picked up. As soon as he reaches for me, my dog Bolt starts to bark. But before she can stop him, he grabs my arm. Now, this immediately starts to give me really bad flashbacks causing me to freak out to no end and causing me to go into a full panic attack and start to have a seizure. At this point, I can't fully know what happened as the seizure caused me to blank and I hit my head on the floor as I passed out. The next part comes from my coworker. So after I pass out, Bolt begins to howl and bark. A lot of people in the store rush over to see what happened. My manager and a few coworkers, knowing exactly what my dog howling means, calls 911. So minutes later, the police and ambulance show up and I'm rushed to the hospital. But in the haste of getting my stuff together, the manager doesn't realize that my laptop isn't in my bag. Of course the parents and kid try to leave, but because the police are there, they're not allowed to leave as they have to get the story of what happened. A lot of witnesses that saw what happened almost all tell the same story. One of my friends said that she overheard the parents' side of the story to the police. They apparently told the police that I started going mad, cussing at them, and tried to steal their belongings. And when they tried to get it back, the manager attacked them and told them to just leave and even tried to steal their money. Of course, every one of my coworkers told police that I'm fully mute and I can't talk at all and that the bag that I stole was mine. Halfway getting through all the statements from everyone, one of my friends notices that the kid was carrying my laptop around and trying to get it open. She quickly tells police officers that that laptop belongs to me. It wasn't hard to prove since my background is a picture of me, my dad, and my tiny bolt. After getting all the statements and reviewing the security footage, the dad gets arrested for assault and attempted theft through fraud. Guys, what a crazy situation for OP to be in. Like, how the heck can someone steal something from someone and then get mad and assault the person for wanting it back? Like, some people truly, truly suck. And that, my friends, brings us to another end of our slash entitled people. Guys, I hope you enjoyed today's stories. And if you did, do hit that like button. If you guys missed yesterday's episode on the channel, I'll link it right here. A prime example of someone who thinks the customer's always right, gone horribly wrong. If you guys missed it, go check it out. And myself and Stevie Boy, we'll see you guys in the next one. We love you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.